MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. For boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. I'm Joe DeGenerinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 254. Going to go out to a a um, familiar and regular contributor to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord, Big Sizzle, who we have not uh, dedicated an episode to, and Gumby suggests that, that we do, because we appreciate all you degens in the Discord. So this goes out to Big Sizzle. Thanks for being part of the MMA Gambling Podcast fam. I am... The father of the family, perhaps, uh, Jeff Joxvox. Thank you for coming to the show. Uh, it's one of our Monday episodes, which means we are, won't be covering UFC. And sadly, it's not a uh, Dana White contender series uh, time of year either. So we have to go to Gumby's next favorite prom- uh, <laughs> promotion to cover, Bellator. This was my co-host Gumby Vreeland's decision to cover Bellator in this episode. So he cannot complain that we are covering Bellator. Uh, it's actually a decent Bellator event. Um, we got a couple title fights. We got some, um, Grand Prix tournament stuff. Got some other household names. Maybe if you're a hard, if you're a hardcore MMA fan, household names. Um, let's bring in Daniel Gumby Vreeland. He will tell us why we want to talk about this episode. Hello. So first of all, I will allow you to be the father because I'm more like the like beloved uncle of the podcast. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Which, you're but, not old enough to be fathers to all the all the people in the in the Discord either. No, I'm probably younger than some of them. Um, but like you you could that, the, by the way, that's a good alt title, beloved uncle. Um yep. and the reason I went with Beltor this week, not a whole lot of uh regional MMA. I know there's an LFA out there for you LFA heads. Um there wasn't odds yet for LFA. And while I'm good at guessing them, it, it is a much more fun show yeah. when we can break down uh, specific odds and, and what I like on them. So if you are still interested in getting some LFA content or some LFA thoughts of mine, make sure you get in that aforementioned Discord. I'll be talking about Alfonso Leva and Chris Brown in there at some point in time um, for the vacant welterweight LFA championship, uh, as well as a couple other cool fights on that card, too. So uh, hop in there and I'll give you my thoughts um, and that's a, that probably the uh, the best advertisement. Also, they lost their like real good main event for this weekend's LFA. It was originally supposed to be. Do you know Jamie Lynn Horth? She used to no. go by Jamie, I think Jamie Lynn Horth Wessels, but I know Jamie not. Lynn Spears. Uh, nope, not the same. Um, but she was supposed to fight for the 125 pound title against Sabina Mazo in the main event. I know event. her. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that on the card. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was originally supposed to be on the card, and yeah, I think I want to say I think Mazo had to pull out. Um, so they're just like rescheduling it, um, so that those two can fight for the title again. So yeah, that, so that's why we, we skipped LFA. Um, but you can still obviously get thoughts And this, this Bellator card doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. That's about as good a, uh, recommendation as you're going to get from Gumby for a, a Bellator card. It, it is Bellator 289 Stotts versus Sabatello. Uh, it's going down on the 9th, which is Saturday, or is that a Sunday? It is a Friday. Uh, going down on Friday, Mohegan Sun Arena, Uncasville, Connecticut. 
a younger Gumby would have gone down to watch this event probably and cover it, but not anymore. Can't be bothered, right? Yeah, live event coverage is... I actually was talking with somebody recently about this. Live event coverage is not as fun as people make it sound. No, well, you're working, so yeah. Yeah, and sometimes, like, you miss fights because you're backstage doing an interview or punching up results, and yeah, it's just not as... Not as fun as watching from home or being in the stands as a fan. I like being in the stands as a fan. Yep. Better. Anything's better than working, right? Even even when it's the job that you enjoy. So, um, all right. So, it's, like I said, Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern is the is the prelims, I guess it would be, uh, which are on YouTube. And then the main card's on Showtime. Or if you're in Canada, it's all on YouTube for free. And yet I still like, uh, do I really want to bother watching Bellator? This one you might. This one's pretty good. Yeah, I I I jump in and out as as I uh, as I please and and as as the event um, whether it attracts me. There are some household names, as I said off the top. So um, yeah, so we've got a interim title fight because Sergio Pettis is injured, right? That's why we got Correct. An interim. All right, and they didn't strip him, so it's an interim title fight as well as a um, Bellator. Bantamweight World Grand Prix Tournament semifinal bout is the top fight on the card. Rufian Stotts, who is the interim champ versus Danny Sabatello. Um, like I said, this is also a semifinal fight. So the winner will go on as the interim champion to the finals of the Grand Prix and then possibly win the Grand Prix and then reunite the belts um, with uh, Sergio Pettis. So I'm going to tell you about Sabatello. Did you know he's an Italian gangster? We're, well, we're starting at the main event. Is that oh, yeah. Wait this? a minute. That's Jesus, right. man, you throw me for a loop. It's been so long since, well, it's not been so long. Uh, we just uh, did a recap of UFC where, where we do it the other order. You're right. Let's start with. God, you're killing me. <laughs> prelim fight, okay? Featherweights. Cody Law, Chris Lencioni. You were worried I was going to miss this one, right? Is that why? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to miss Sunshine. Chris Sunshine, exactly. Lencioni. Is it Lencioni? Is it a hard Lencioni. 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 I was right the first time, kind of. He's nine and three with five submissions never been finished in a fight four and two in bellator he's won two straight fights and five of six this is actually his he hasn't been in bellator for a little while now so the four and two was from earlier on in his career um he's been fighting outside of bellator but he's back now he did win his last fight via submission used to fight at lightweight he's got two inches height two inches of reach on law plus 245 cody law six and one four knockouts one submission never been finished in a fight six and one in bellator so his whole career has been in bellator did lose his last fight. He was a wrestling champion before all this in college slash university, minus 275. Yeah, so um, Lencioni, for people who don't know, left Bellator for a specific reason. He left Bellator because he had an opportunity to fight on uh, FAC 12, uh, which FAC. Yeah, which which might not exist anymore. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, F.A.C. I mean, maybe it will. I, I've got all kinds of theories about that that we won't get into today, but it might not exist anymore. But he had a chance to fight on it when it was looking for a fight with Dana White coming. Um, yeah. So they, they got him an opponent real quick. That opponent wound up being shameless Don Sheamus, uh, who you might know now as being in the UFC. And he beat the hell out of Lencioni. Um, and mostly the way he beat Lencioni is the way that everybody who's ever beat Lencioni has beaten Lencioni. It's he controlled him and stayed away from submissions. And really, if you control him and stay away from submissions, that's all you need to do to beat him. That's what Taiwan Claxton did back in the day um, to beat him. And, and that's what Don Shanus did. And the thing about Cody Law is Cody Law fights very safe. He's a good 
boxer. He's got good ground and pound. He's got a little bit of wrestling in there. I mean, like he's got a lot of bit of wrestling in there. I'm pretty sure he comes from a wrestling college wrestling background, although not like super, super high level. So like, he's a guy who is going to stay safe against like a kind of crazy jujitsu guy. Who's going to try like weird heel hooks and stuff and wound up eating ground and pound as a result. So um, yeah, give, give me Cody Law here, despite the fact that that line is a little wider than I would have liked. What did you say you had it at? Uh, minus 275. Yeah, a little, little, little wider than I would like. But uh, yeah, I, I still like Cody Law on this one. All right. Cody Law is the pick. And the pick for you, for all your gambling needs, is win bet. It's not a, not my best transition, but we'll, we'll, we'll go with it anyhow. Ready to win better than my transition in the last podcast, which was um. Uh, WinBet, ready to win money and boost your odds. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Need to take a breath. There's so many province, uh, uh, provinces. Wow, I'm talking very Canadian. So many states that they are in now. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Looking to get involved in the same game parlay? Who isn't? WinBet is your home with their WinBet Build Your Own Bet, letting you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. So much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, we're going to jump up to the main card now. Dalton Rasta versus Anthony Adams in a middleweight fight will open up the Showtime portion of the card. Sugarfoot Adams, we'll tell you about first. Sugarfoot, excuse me. There's no R in there. It's Sugarfoot. He's 9-2 and two with one knockout. Never been finished in a fight. So he's gone to the distance many, many times. Ten times, to be exact. Uh, one known Bellator. He's not fought since September of 2021. He's gone 2-2 two and two over his last four. He went 0-2 in the Contender Series. Used to fight at welterweight, inch of height, two inches of reach on Rasta, plus 550. Don Rasta, Hercules. And if you look at his picture on Tapology, my God, he is a Hercules. 7-0 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, with four knockouts. He's All of those fights have been in Bellator. He won his last fight via knockout. Used to fight at light heavyweight, seven years younger than Adams, minus 750, a typical Bellator matchup here. Yeah. By the way, have you seen, uh, so you, you mentioned Anthony Adams, Owen two on contender series. He may have fought the two hardest names ever to say in the history of contender series. Yeah. I can't remember who it was, but it was Impa Kasangane was one of them. And the other one was Chibwakikem. Oh, oh, yin and hard for you. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, it's tough. Um, so yeah, Owen two, he, look, this, this is another showcase fight for Dalton Rosa. I think they love Dalton Rosa, if I'm being honest. And, and what's, like you said, what's not to love? Uh, not only does he hit hard, does he have a, I mean, he's got like a fairly well-rounded game for a dude who uh, looks like he does and, and comes from, you know, this is another guy who comes from a wrestling background and, and you know, has shown not only does he have great ground and pound and great control on the ground, but when he fought Romero Cotton, he knocked him out with a nasty left hook. So, like, he's up against Anthony Adams, a guy who's, you know, kind of been a journeyman and has had issues with, you know, dudes who can outstrike him and tries to, you know, bully a little bit and box a little bit and has, you know, just had a lot of fights fall through. And, yeah, he, he's in here to get beat up by Dalton Rosta. I think they're going to succeed in letting him get beat up by Dalton Rosta. <laughs> Do I love the line? 
I mean, I don't. Uh, I'm going to be looking for props on Dalton Roasted to, to finish him, probably. Because um, ultimately, I think that that's how this one goes down is Rosta, who, you know, can can get quite a few decisions, but you might be able to find a decent finish line here for him. And that that's a little bit more playable. Okie dokie. Moving on to one half of the Bantamweight World Grand Prix Tournament semifinals. Uh, Patchy Mix versus Magomed Magomedov. I will tell you about Patchy first. Patchy No Love Mix. Patchy War Ready Mix. Patchy is already a nickname, so he's really got three nicknames. Uh, mix is 16 and one, one knockout, 11 submissions. Never, never been finished in a fight. Five and one in Bellator. He's won three straight fights. He's missed weight in the past. He was the king of the cage champion. Two years younger than Magomedov. Five inches taller. Three inches of reach on him. Plus 125. Magomed, uh, Magomed Tiger. Magomedov. 19 and two. Wouldn't it be better if his middle name was? His nickname was Magomed as well. That would have been much better. Magomed, or, Magomed, or maybe, Magomedov. Or maybe Mago. Ma- oh, Magomed, Mago, Magomedov. Yes, I approve. <laughs> that could be a good title for the episode as well. Uh, but he's going by Tiger. 19-2, four knockouts, nine submissions. Never been finished in a fight. 3-1 to Bellator. Won his last fight via submission. He was the ACB champion before this. Used to fight at... This is going to take a little while. Featherweight, lightweight, and welterweight. So uh, this is his. He's been fighting what 35 pounds heavier than, than this uh, in the past. T- 2011. I'm having trouble speaking, but 2011. That's not hard to say. Was his MMA debut professionally minus 145. I'm uh, I'm actually going to go dog here with Patchy Mix. I'm I'm going to go against our our good friend uh, Munaf Manji's. Uh, number one rule in in betting MMA, which is never bet a guy who's la- never bet against the guy whose last name is o- ends in OV. Um, and here I am betting against a guy who uh, has a last name that ends in OV. Um, because I like Patchy Mix here for a couple of reasons. You mentioned, you know, the height and reach advantage. I think is going to come into play here. Um, he's also like, while, while he might not be as talented of a wrestler as Magomedov. He is craftier on the ground, I think. Um, you know, he's he submitted James Gallagher. He submitted Albert Morales. Um, I mean, he beat Koji Horiguchi. Like, I think Magomedov is probably not as good as Horiguchi, and he, he dealt with Horiguchi just fine. So I, I like the creativity of Mix. I, I think, you know, the fact that he's so good on the ground that, like, if he's winning on the feet, I don't think Magomedov is going to like where it goes next. So, yeah, give me... Give me mix with the dog money. There you go. You know Gummy's going to come through with at least one dog for you. Sometimes they win. I want, I want to say normally they win, but we'll just say sometimes they win. Then there's no pressure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, Occasionally. On the, reg- on the regional scene, they do pretty good. Yeah, it's true. This is regional, right? I I would classify anything that's out of <laughs> Uncasville, Connecticut as regional, yeah. Yes. How is the Mohican Sun Arena in Uncasville, by the way? It's it's not bad. That it, that's in the Mohegan Sun Casino. Right. Um. So yeah, it's it's not bad. It's better than Twin River Casino, which Yo, is where. Oh, shout out to Twin Rivers. CES holds their events. So sorry, sorry for dunking on Twin River every time I get a chance. It's true. Uh, yeah, we we had fun with them. Uh, hardcore listeners, longtime listeners, remember that. All right. Um. So that was the Apache Mix fight. Now we're gonna go to the co-main event, which is for a strap, a championship. Women's flyweight Liz Carmouche, who, who's the champion in the rematch, immediate rematch versus Juliana Velasquez. Um, I'll tell you about the challenger first. Velasquez, 12 and 1, four knockouts, two submissions. She'd been knocked out once, 7 and 1 to Bellator, used to be the champion until last fight where she got TKO'd. 
versus Carmouche. Um, used to fight at Bantamweight. This one is flyweight. Was regional champ as well. Two years younger than Carmouche. Inch taller, two inches of reach on her. Minus 185. The challenger is the favorite here. Uh, Gorilla Liz Carmouche. 17 to 7. Eight knockouts, three submissions. Been submitted twice. The only time she's been stopped in her career. Four and in Bellator. And she is the champion now. An improbable run. Uh, won her last two fights via TKO. She went 5-5 five and five in the UFC. Um, had Ronda Rousey in a, I don't know if it was a rear naked choke, but it was a face crank at the very least. Um, a standing one and had her in a bit of trouble in a title fight. But that's her claim to fame up to this point. Because she used to fight up at Bantamweight as well. 2-0 uh, in Invicta. 2-2 two two in Strike Force. 2010 was her pro MMA debut. Plus 160. You want to know what's funny about this is Liz Carmouche in their, their first fight was plus 120 as an underdog. Yeah, she won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's plus 160 now, uh, which is is pretty wild. And I don't know if you remember when we broke down uh, that was Beltor 279. That was back in April. I picked her to beat Juliana Velazquez back then because I thought her wrestling would carry the day. Uh, it didn't as much as I thought it would, uh, but it did give her that really cheap TKO towards the end. And I'm going to take her again here. I, uh, yeah, I I like dogs. Yeah. Like in, I get why the number went up. I get why she went from a plus 120 dog to a plus 160 dog. I totally get that. But explain why, in case some people don't, she she didn't look great in that fight, right? Like her wrestling was not as dominant as I thought it would be. Um, she was losing the fight in by pretty much everybody's account. And she got a TKO stoppage that let, let's be honest. It, it was one of the earliest stoppages I've seen yeah. in a while. Um, in, in, you know, me and you have said before, it doesn't feel like anything is an early stoppage, right? You're protecting the fighter. This was yeah. an early stoppage. This yeah. was a very early stoppage. You can I go even back. remember it. So there you go. Yeah. You can go back and watch it. If, if you haven't seen it, you can probably find it on YouTube or something like that, but it, it's just like an really early stoppage. So as a result, she goes from being a, a decent sized dog at plus 120, right? To a even larger dog at plus 160. And I still think like the path to victory is there for her though. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's not that I think, you know, for sure she's going to repeat and get like a weird TKO stoppage or, you know, her wrestling is suddenly way better. She's like, what did you say her age is now? It's not young. Um, no, neither no, of she, them are young though. That's the thing. Yeah. And that's the other thing is I, like, if she was up against somebody who I was like, ah, you know, they're a young killer who's going to like turn something around and be even better this time. You know, like maybe I, I would favor Velasquez, but like, I just don't see that about her. Like I, I'm not, I'm impressed by her and I think she's good and all that, but like, I don't think she's like so overwhelmingly good that like she couldn't get out wrestled again here. And at plus plus one sixty, I'm willing to pull that trigger. There you go. Back to back dogs. That's what everyone loves the gun before. Even though my picks are always better, but nonetheless, <laughs> just not for Bellator because I, I abstain. <laughs> I abstain from this, from this regional stuff. I'm above all this. All right. Main event, which I tried to jumpstart and get this episode over with right away. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to, <laughs> you're trying to end Bellator because you know how much I want. By the way, I have, uh, after we talk about the main event too, I have some uh, sneaky ones on the prelims that you guys should keep an eye okay, on. Okay, good. So don't, good. don't go away. Don't go away. Don't go away, people. If you're still here, I, I, if they're still here, they're not going anywhere, Dan. Come on. Their heart goes ready. So, I already did the win bet read. Yes, right? Yeah, I did that. Yeah, right. okay. yeah, you did. <laughs> All right, let's plow through then the main event. Ruffian Stotts. Is it Ruffian? I always say his name wrong. I think it's Ruffian. It's Ruffian Stotts versus Danny Sabatello, who is an Italian gangster, as I told you before. Um, this one is for, as I said, the interim 
uh, Bellator Bantamweight Championship, and it's to punch their ticket into the finals of the World Grand Prix, which Gumby says will be against Patchy Mix. So um, we'll tell you about Sabatella first. 13-1, three knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out once, 3-0 and in Bellator, won seven straight fights. He's not lost since December of 2019. He went 1-0 on the Contender Series, and he did not get into the UFC. The man he beat is in the UFC, though, Dan. Wild. No, actually, not the man he beat. I'm sorry. He he, he beat Damon Blackshear after that, and Damon Blackshear's in the UFC now. So, um, uh, like uh, Titan, he was a Titan FC champion as well. That was the Blackshear fight. Uh, five years younger than Stotts, three inches height on him, plus 135. Supa Stotts, S U P A, is 18 1, four knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out once, six and 0 in Bellator. He is the interim champion. He's won 10 straight fights. Won his last fight via knockout. He's not lost since June of 2017. He was a regional champion. He also was a wrestling champion in college. Three inches of reach on Sabatello, despite the height discrepancy, minus 155. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go, we'll, we'll go favorite here. I, I like stats uh, for, for a couple of reasons. Number one is Sabatello has kind of made his way with like some really good wrestling, right? Like that, that's kind of been his thing. That That's how he won on contender series and why he didn't get a contract. That's how he beat somebody like Demont Blackshear. Um, you know, he, he's only real finishes on his record, unless you go way, way back or submissions. Like he, he's a guy who gets it done on the ground. And I just don't see him out wrestling a, a two time D two champion in wrestling, right? Like Stotts is not like a, a sort of good grappler like he's a very good grappler and i think he's maybe even a little bit more polished on the feet i I think you know he's coming off of a head kick knockout he he himself has got has shown he has more dangerous hands from time to time and actually like when it hits the ground i think he's a better finisher so yeah give me uh give me stats here i actually think the uh the mouth on danny sabatello has run this line into a place where uh, I think Stotts is actually being undervalued. Ah, you think he, he's talking his way into a better line? I think so. I think so. People love Sabatello. Like, Sabatello, yeah. and, and I think he's kind of annoying, but, like, whatever. He, what he's doing is bringing attention to Bellator, which is more than Bellator's PR team does, so that's pretty impressive. Oh, I, burn. I, yeah, say burn. Did you happen burn. to catch that part? Um Speaking of Duncan on Bellator in an episode that's entirely about <laughs> Bellator, uh, yeah, did you happen to did you happen to catch the uh, the piece about um, Josh Thompson? You know Josh Thompson. He yes, now announces for Bellator when they announced the Ryzen versus Bellator event at the end of the year. Did you hear what he said on social media? No. What did he said, say? It is up to the media now <laughs> to to hype up and publicize this event. Yes. Well, I'm sure, well we're going to do media. our part, right? There's nothing else to <laughs> yeah, nothing there's else nothing for us to cover, so I'm sure we'll be covering it, right? <laughs> we're going to be covering it on the website for sure. I'm, I'm sure that's we'll true. talk about it. But also, they have a PR team. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. But apparently, yeah, that's that, that's a issue uh, with uh, with MMA promoters, especially Dana White. They think that the media is just there to do their bidding and. Many prominent members of MMA media are just there to do uh, Dana White's PR work for him. But nonetheless, not us, Dan. We'll, we'll, we crap on everyone. <laughs> we, We're not afraid. Well, you 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 crap on UFC cards most of the time. I, I do. I'm the apologist in this one. That's true. Remember that. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. So we'll recap his picks and he's going to give you some sneaky. He promised us some sneaky good uh, undercard picks. Stotts. 
Carmouche underdog, Knicks underdog. Uh, I almost said Adams. That would that would be a, little, <laughs> a step too far even for for Gumby. Uh, Rasta and Law. So Law, Rasta, Knicks, Carmouche, Stotts. Okay, you, you got sneaky stuff for us now. Yeah. So th- there's some uh, there's some prelim fights where I think there's some value to be had either in turning them into parlays or there might be kind of like a a fun plucky underdog who's worth like you know throwing your pizza money on if uh, if you're looking for something a little bit extra. So the first one that I want to point out here is uh, it's one of the the more publicized prelims, but Yara Joanne is fighting Denise Kielholtz. Um, in a women's straw weight, am I calling that one right? Women's straw weight fight. Um, and personally, I'm fly I'm weight. in a flyweight, flyweight. Yep. Damn. Um, <laughs> I'm in a spot where I'm fading Denise Kielholtz, uh in a lot of positions here. She she's a kickboxer. She comes from a kickboxing background. Um, and we've seen every single time she stepped in there with anybody who can grapple her to any extent. Uh, she loses. Uh, she lost to Kana Watanabe. She lost to Juliana Velazquez. She lost to Veda Artega. Um, and that one was a standard guillotine choke. All of them have largely been being put on her ass or being choked from a bad position. And Yara Joanne, you know, not maybe the most polished Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter of all time, but she does come from the Pitbull team. She just coming off of a win over uh, Alejandra Lara, she herself has like won many tons by submission. Like she knee barred Beck Rollins back in the day. So like she has a good enough submission game and a good enough ground game where I think she's going to handle Keelholtz pretty well. And that, uh, that line is at plus plus one forty five for Joanne. So that's like kind of a fun underdog nice. to look into. There's also a handful of like nice favorites here that are great. Uh, parlay fuel, uh, Randy Fields should win her fight. Super, super easy. Um, Patrick Downey's negative 1500, but like you could probably throw him in something or look for him by finish. Uh, he's an incredible wrestler and you should see him just like steamroll his next eight opponents. And I also really like Kyle Kritschmer, uh, who is a like negative 280 favorite. You could throw those in parlays too. Um, and then the last one that I'll just throw out there while I'm, I'm throwing out random things too. Uh, I don't hate a play on this guy named Cass Bell. Uh, who's yep. coming off of back-to-back losses, and they are then pairing him with Jared Scoggins, which you you might remember um, fought in LFA a few times, and he's the brother of what's the other Scoggins' name? Justin. Justin Scoggins. Yes. So it's Jared Scoggins. I think Scoggins is getting a little bit of rub by having his brother's name, um, but he's only fought once in the last two plus years, and it was a loss to Josh Hill. Um, who, who I don't particularly think of being a particularly strong prospect. Um, so he hasn't really fought very recently. He hasn't looked very good in the last fight that he did have. And this Cass Bell guy was 5-0, and heavily hyped by Bellator. And he's coming off of back-to-back losses, but it's back-to-back losses against Ralphian Stotts and Jornel Lugo, who are both pretty good dudes. So um, I, I think he's like a sneaky pick here because he's got really good grounded pound he's got really good submission skills on the ground he's fought some pretty decent dudes um on the regional circuit so like and he's got a really despite only having uh seven professional fights he's got a really long amateur career so Cass bell right now against goggins plus 430 uh so like if you're looking for you know something to throw the pizza money on you got him and joanna on the prelims along with a whole bunch of fun favorites 
That'll buy you lots of pizza. You can have a pizza party, Dan, if you hit that one. <laughs> yes. Yes. The Casbell Pizza Party is, oh. also, is also a great title name. <laughs> All right. No, that one's taken over. That one Cas- is taken over. Casbell Pizza Party? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Um, do you want to recap the biggest promotion in the world before we get out of the door? Uh, one, and, and how your picks did? Not so um, good. Yeah, I, I, can, I can pull up the results from one. So uh, remember, it was a annoyingly a two fight card that we are two two card i don't know how you want to break this down <laughs> there were two different fight cards going on one on friday one on saturday all at super a couple weird hours time. actually right yeah all at weird times because one of them was in uh singapore and the other one was in uh the philippines i think the yeah, philippines but, but they they had uh they were aiming for us North Americans, I think, with that card. So that's why I, the time was different. I think you're right. So um, on that one, uh, the first, the the one of the Philippines, the first fight I picked actually wound up uh, going to a no contest. Roberto Soldic, who I had picked against and took Miraz Ramazanov, uh, ended in a no contest when Ramazanov needs Soldic in the balls so hard that the fight had to be stopped. Um, that- Soldic in the they, they they got him they got him right in the soul <laughs> there you go <laughs> I, I was trying to set you up for something good there but yeah yes. that, that would be that would be a not so uh a bad title either right in the soul no, dick there's Castel, so many we're, we have far too many castell pizza party and right in the soul dick um yeah. and then in the main event i took renee uh rainier Dereeder against uh anatoly melik and and Malika looked good. Um, we love that line too. Like we were wondering why the line was where it was, but apparently we didn't know what we were talking about. Yeah. Um. And it wound up being that it was at heavyweight, which uh was Wait, part of it. Come on. Uh, it was for real. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it, it was. Uh. To, well, I guess. I guess they oh, called it light heavyweight, but it, they were two thirty-five. Okay, but it was um, for the light heavyweight belt I, then. I well now I dude I don't know I can't follow okay. what the hell. Yeah, that's the problem doing. with. But they but I I saw a weigh in and they were like Malikan makes weight at two thirty and I was like what the hell is going on? Um, so I was like I don't I don't know how to. That's why you don't bet one. Um, and, and then uh on the other card. I went two and one, uh, so that brings me to a total of two and two with a cancellation. Yong Hu uh, surprisingly knocked out Gigi Esquino, which was weird to me because I thought he was the, the biggest problem with him was that he didn't have the striking advantage. Uh, Amir Ali Kabari uh, made Brandon Vera look like the old uh, inactive fighter that he is. Uh, he threw one elbow. It hit El- Vera in the face from guard, and then he turtled up didn't want any more of that so uh that was a win for me and then jared brooks who i claimed was the best fighter not in the ufc right now uh showed why i believe he's the best fighter not in the ufc anymore by dominating joshua pasio and taking uh like a 78 pound flyweight belt uh so big win for brooks there two and two with one no contest night overall not terrible um, kind of wish I hit the who one, uh, in retrospect, but apart from that, uh, pretty, pretty fun fights overall, uh, at least with the finishes and whatnot. Hit the who one would also be a good title. We have far too many titles, right? I think, Caspel, I think it's cast. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course <laughs> that one's ridiculous. We should get shirts of that over at the store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We need some Caspel pizza party shirts. Um, Caspel, wonder what we're talking about, but anyhow, um, that's enough talk of non-UFC, don't you think? Yes. Uh, We'll be back on Wednesday with UFC pay-per-view breakdown. Thursday, UFC main card breakdown. Sorry, prelims on Wednesday, main card on Thursday. 
Discord we told you about, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Twitter, SGPN MMA. Gumby runs our Twitter account. He also has his own, Gumby Vreeland, and I have one, Jeff Fox Writer. I have a sub stack that you should subscribe to and enter my pick'em contests and read all my stuff. It's moneymma.substack.com. And we also do lots of lovely writing about many sports over at sportsgumbypodcast.com. So make sure you read all that stuff as well. And we'll tell you more about Gumby's Top Turtle MMA podcast later on in the week. Um, but like I said, we're going to bid you farewell now. And Gumby's going to actually be the one that bids you farewell this time. All right. I'm Daniel Gumby Freeland. He's the Italian gangster, Jeff Fox. And we will see you on Wednesday.